0: And I am back. Yay! This is episode, I don't know how many, of Cafecito and Tarot. I'm going to talk today about love. So grab your cafecito, or tecito, and let's get into today's episode. Okay, it has been a minute, a long ass minute since I have been here on the Cafecito Entero podcast. Actually, to be specific, it's been like from April 26. What I have, oh, I will share with you very, very briefly in just a moment about just, uh, the much needed and unexpected sabbatical that I have taken. Before I get into that, let me officially, official. let me just try to first of all speak. Hold on. Let me stretch my mouth so the words can come out. Let me officially welcome you. If we've hung out before, I'm so honored and happy to have you back here. If this is your first time here hanging out on Cafecito Entero podcast, I'm Nicole P. I record these episodes on Sundays when I'm not on a sabbatical. And uh this is just like tarot reflections of the cosmos and uh everyday like life guidance. All right, it's just like that. That's how we roll and flow here on Cafecito Entero. Uh, There is uh, a section on my website, www.mysticbeyacafe.com, where you can submit a question for the podcast and I will answer it here. I have a few questions lined up for future episodes, so stay tuned. You're always more than welcome to keep your question anonymous. And I will honor that. So let's uh, let's get the party started. Oh my gosh! I won't take too too long because I'll start getting into. I want to get into the topic of today's episode, and it's love. But before I do, okay, so I, yeah, this has been like April 26th, what, the date is June 13th, so that's a lo- little bit of long ass time. I've been known from time to time to skip an episode, and it's usually just around some like self-care, you know, like taking it easy, uh, and this was self-care as well, but it was unexpected, like I was rolling and flowing, right, I was rolling and flowing, and what was starting to be put like in motion from many, many months ago, it was like the full moon in Scorpio was like, "Listen, baby, you've been putting these intentions out, you've been making some moves, and um we've been a little bit spirit was like, you know, I've been taking it easy on you, Nicole P, you know, I've been slowly you know edging you into this whole transformation, this whole like rebirth, regeneration, transcendence." And now it's time. Now it's time to really do the work. I I mean I could be, I could talk for a long time on all the different like synchronicities and all the different things that started happening. Whew, it was intense, intense. I went through many many phases. In this time, from that full moon in Scorpio to just recently the new moon in Gemini, um, there were some full circles that came to be. Um, I, um, yeah, there were full circles, let me just say that. There were full circles that came to be. And one of the biggest full circle Moments came to be when um, my ex and I officially blessed each other for having been in each other's lives for almost 17 years and agreed that it was time to officially go on our own paths. Now, I had been separated for some time, uh, December 7th, but we still were seeing each other and talking every day and considering somehow coming back together and what would that look like and all these different things. There's a lot to it. And uh, it just, when we, it just, there was so much and just different things, even when we would try to get together. First of all, we couldn't get together for a long time because I wasn't fully vaccinated. Then when I became fully vaccinated, we did come together a few times. And then when we tried again, like things just were coming up. Like I had car problems. Another time he had to go into work, just so many different things. And it just, it just started happening, it just started flowing. And we just started detaching and, and, and disconnecting in, in ways. And then we had to say, wait, this is not making either of us feel good. We're trying to hold on to something. We both love each other so much. And yet, we're going on different paths. And there's not a way to to relive the past. There's not a new sprout of growth that's happening to nurture. And that, my friend, on May 10th was... It, it was very, very tough, very tough. I felt like pieces, I felt like I got beat up. My body, like the somatic response was so intense. My heart was hurting so bad and yet tears weren't coming out of my eyes and I had to just be. And all of this started flowing really, literally right after that full moon in Scorpio is just, it started to just flow. And um, thing I just, I'm just, yeah. So it was very, very intense. And what's interesting and just amazing about the cosmos is on June 10th, when we had our new moon in Gemini, solar eclipse, new moon in Gemini, it was like, that was the Closing of that portal. It's like I've been through this portal and through this tunnel from, gosh, you know, I moved here. I m- made a move, moved in with my mother, came here on December 7th. The decision I made to do that was in the beginning of October. So it's like from the beginning of October, even before then, because I had feeling the desire. So from September 2020 up until June 10th, it's like June 10th closed that portal, and I am not kidding you. I'm not, I'm not romanticizing, especially even, oh my gosh, when I went through from the full moon in Scorpio from the end of April until I'm not romanticizing it at all. There's so much shedding and so many things that you have to go through and release of not only of of past, but just even coming to terms with the pieces and the the parts that one plays, right, in relationship. And uh it was intense. So I'm not romanticizing it at all. It was very intense. I had so many doubts, so many times I wanted to just go back and just pretend this never happened and let's just try to make this work. But I knew if I went back and it's with no shade on my ex, but if I knew if I packed my bags and left where I chose to come to to heal and to grow and transcend, I didn't want to wake up at 60 years of age and regret that I never took a chance on myself. And that, even in the times where I didn't understand it and I was crabby and sad and frustrated and angry, that fire inside of me was, was strong enough, even though I wasn't conscious of it, to keep me on the path, even if it was just really, really hard. And so I just had to, I just had to, uh, I just had to be. And I am so blessed. I had the love and support of family, of my mother, that held space for me as I mourned and I grieved. And I just allowed all of this to just be released. Be released. And I tell you, It is really something because I am not, I'm not making this shit up. Like right now in this moment and it started happening a few days ago. I feel as if I look out the windows, I see things in a whole nother light. I feel literally, I'm gonna feel like myself, you know. I feel like my groove of who I am but I feel literally like this is new. I have a new pair of glasses. Or I have a new way. Like, I really feel like now I have, and I'm on this new beginning, this new trajectory, this new, like, opening. And I'm back. And I'm back. That was a long, long winded um, testimony to what has been transpiring in my life. And I share. Because if you've been here before, you know, I, I want to honor and say, hey, listen, check this out. This is what just went down. And I think that there's something that's very soothing to hear people's stories. Because if you're going through something very similar or have, right, there's a way to identify and connect. And I'm going to leave, I'm going to say one more thing before I leave that on the table. And I'm going to get into to, to the reflection for this week. I have two cards that I pulled. So let me let me leave this one thing on the table. The biggest lesson and I learned, well, I, just, I wouldn't say, okay, I say one big lesson. Let's just say that. One really big lesson that was very unexpected that I learned and that I felt and went through was that we can feel intense amount of grief, And we can mourn intensely people and situations even when we choose to walk away. Now, before this had all happened... I was, I was thinking like, gosh, if I ever were to choose myself and leave for my own healing and transformation, I wouldn't be that sad because it's like, I, I'm ready. I, I need this. I was not prepared for that. I was not prepared because I had so much love for my ex-partner of almost 17 years. Love, 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 respect. And honor because we've held each other. He has held me in some very intense moments. He's family to me. So it's always, he knows, if he needs anything, he is family to me. I am family to him. We came full circle and we're able to be in those terms of that. We are family. We may not be family in the way that we were when we were together romantically. But we are family because we have been through some stuff. And... Even though I dreamed of new beginnings, I dreamed of, of all of this, once it started happening, I had no idea that I could go through such intense sorrow and mourning. So the part of grief and grieving when we choose to walk away is also very intense and so it's something to, I just want to put it out there. I don't know. I'm not going to say anything more and analyze it or explain it, whatever. That's what I had to say. That's what I had to put on the table. That's what I had to put on the table. So if you're going through something very similar, it's all real, man. It's all real. Reach out. Reach out. I will email you back if you want to share your story. I totally will. Because I think there's so much connection. And when we hear each other's stories, we can learn from each other. And, uh, you know, drop me a line if you feel like it. All right. Yeah. Let us move in to today's reflection. I hope you can hear that. That was my fake general. I do not have my microphone, by the way, because I moved into like a little studio cabin that's across from the house where we live, my mom and I. And so... Yes, you can go on to my IG. Follow me, Miss Cafe on IG, because I share updates and I'm showing the evolution of this space. And so I would love to share the journey with you. So I've lost, uh, I've misplaced things and I'm unpacking. And so um, that's that. Okay. Boom. Enough. Let's get into this. Let's get into this. Perfect. So we just had that new moon solar eclipse and whoo, Mars is in Leo currently. I'm feeling that, my Mars, my natal placement is in Leo. Um, and uh, this week, the car, so you might be like, okay, I just dropped that and then I didn't say anything else about it. <laughs> so Mars in Leo, it's like one, of, I mean, there's a lot of different cosmic and different flows that are going on. One of the big, one, one cool one, I should say, is Mars and Leo. Mars, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful energy. <sighs> you know, we can think of Mars as destructive or forceful. Um, but also we can think of of Mars as creative. So think of that energy, that very forceful, because Mars also can think of connection to Aries and uh, connection to the Emperor. And think of that energy though in Leo, because there's that playfulness, right? And there's this like as a way of like dramatic and. Sp- Speaking your creativity and being your creativity and your joy and your pleasure in this kind of fiery sort of way. So I'm really feeling that energy. If you feel called to tap into that, please do so. And um, so let's get into it. So you're going to see where I'm going with this. You're going to see where I'm just, I'm a little rusty. I'm a little rusty. I've been gone for almost like two something months. So I'm a little rusty <laughs> at the podcast game. Okay, back on track. I got sidetracked. I'm going to tie, I've, I've tied this in my head and I just have to keep, I have to catch my voice up to the, th- my voice, I have to catch my voice up to the thoughts in my head. Like I said, I'm rusty. So two cards that I pulled for this week and a reflection and the Mars and Leo's, Mars and Leo will beautifully tie into this. Okay. Are you ready? Here we go. So the five of wands, mm, the five of wands Wands, creativity, wands, the fiery energy, um, wands, the spark, right? Passion. And the oracle card that I pulled to compliment happened to be bring love into the situation. So we have Tarot, Five of Wands. And from the Moonology deck, bring love into the situation. So in this week, or it could be weeks ahead, or this could be just a gem that you're just going to put in your back pocket and have it when you need it. Okay. So with our Mars and Leo energy, Right with our Mars and Leo energy, especially what's going on with a Mercury. So with this energy, sometimes when there's like a, a strife or someone's acting out a line, you know, we can tap into our power. Sometimes we can lash out. We can participate in their dysfunction their messed upness by lashing out because we want to let them know that we are right and we want to put it like we want to just mm, 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 right and so in this week with the bring love into the situation this is a great reminder for us that we cannot control if another person is messed up we can't control if they are abusive and toxic and domineering and being all out of sorts. We can't control that. No one gets a pass on those actions, okay? There's no pass on that. And this week, with bringing love into the situation, when you come across, now this could be in your partner, this could be at work, this could be with friends, this could be the manager in the grocery store who's not gonna give you your refund because they're acting like a jerk, Who knows? We can't control that we can't control people's responses and if they're like mm, they're wanting to like throw shade on your dreams or they're wanting to instigate you and aggravate you so you get into like an argument with them and they get caught up into their drama we have no control over that but what we do have control is how we harness that mars and leo energy in our communication and how we choose to engage or not engage with them and This is where I'm bringing love to the table. This is where I'm bringing love to the table. This is what I meant when I'm talking about love on this episode. Bringing love into this situation may not change that other person. May not. And many times it's not going to. Because they're they're tripping. They're in their own stuff. They're in their own stuff. It could. It could affect them. Sure. Maybe. Maybe. But a lot of times they're on their own stuff, right? What we can control is our energy, our responses, and our fire. Because our fire is very, very, very vital and important. And we want to make sure that our fire doesn't get rained on by toxic AF people, by people who are tripping, by people who are just, they want you, you know, they want you to just, mm, they want, you know, you know, you know, those kind of people, they all of a sudden will say something because they know how to push your buttons, now those are people that know you, or sometimes some people just have a knack for that shit, right, just like they have a knack for it, they'll push that button, they maybe might like, mm, like give you a little stab, a little poke, you know, and um, then you unleash and your Mars and like that kind of Leo energy, your communication, Mercury and Retro has got you all sideways and you're like blah, 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 like that to them. And then they cry because you just unleashed on them, right? That's a that's a pattern and cycle we do not want to get into, right? I've been in there many times. So this week, be conscious of love. Be conscious of love in your communications. Now, I'm not saying that Bill comes at you and saying all sorts of crazy stuff, all sorts of mess up stuff. And you say, Bill, you know what? I'm going to stop you right there, Bill, because I love you. Stop with your toxicness. Stop coming at me. I love you. I'm not saying that's what you, you can and see what his responses or their responses or her responses, whoever this person, Bill's a hypothetical name. I'm just throwing a name out there. You could see what happens, right? But what I'm saying about love is centering and having love be your protection spell. Sometimes we forget to put our, our chakra, our chakras. sometimes we forget to put our crystals in our chichis, right? When we go up for the day or in your back, if you don't have chichis, maybe you put it in your back pocket. We forget to like put salt around our house and do all these different rituals. And sometimes we don't, you don't have to do all that. You can. It's wonderful. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. But with the strongest, strongest spell, the strongest magic that we have is our connection to love our breath. Our breath, our words are all rituals. We speak our spells. Our bodies are altars. So in this week, if someone's coming at you, if there's that kind of, that's where that five of wands comes in, right? There's this strife and this kind of battle and this like tension. It's this contraction. You know, no, I'm right. You're right. I'm right. I'm this, this, and that. And this might even be going on with yourself, right? Sometimes we have these interpersonal, these interpersonal battles. I know I have them often. This is where we pause and we root into love. We root into loving our fire, our energy, our bodies, our spirits, our families, our communities, our vision, our spirit, and our soul. And we root into that love because that is the strongest spirit spell you can ever cast. That doesn't mean you need to say, I'm rooted in love and I'm casting my spell and I'm going to walk into a dangerous, toxic situation. and I'm not going to get out. Don't do that. Right? No, 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 no. Still like have some like street sense to you, like instincts, right? Your instincts. However, it's just when we root into that love And we protect ourselves and when we're rooted we can then be conscious of how we choose to interact or engage we can choose we pause think about how we protect our fire we honor our fire we love our fire and then we choose how we respond That is what I'm bringing to you in regards to putting love on the table. We choose how we respond. And in this week or weeks to come, I invite you to really, really honor that cult. Like just own your power and your love as Spell work. Honor your words as spell work. Honor your breath as part of the ritual. Right? Are we breathe? Like we are the embodiment. We are the rituals. Like magic is in everyday form. Everything that we do. So once again, bring love into the situation this card is connected to which i forgot to mention the new moon in aquarius and that idea of the aquarius energy of like loving and collective it's just one 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 aspect there's so many right each sign is so multifaceted and multidimensional just as we are so one beautiful aspect is bringing love into the situation and if The other person is not able to receive, to feel, to honor. Drop the boundaries. I am the boundary queen. I will always, always speak about boundaries. Boundaries are my BFFs and I love them. And I hope you do too. So reflect on that reflect on how you will bring love into situations in your life where there may be strife where there may be stagnation where there may be people tripping how may you bring love how may you bring boundaries and how you may be aware how uh, will you be aware and conscious of your reactions, your response, and nurturing that energy of, of, of creativity, right? And fire. And being mindful of not being destructive with that fire. Destructive to yourself and destructive to others. Because when we come from that space of love, even as tempting as it is to be destructive, we automatically even though it's hard even though it's hard right even though it's hard we're able to step back and we are able to be calm cool and collective even though there's part there's a part of yourself that's like go get him let him know let him know who's boss tell him something tell him something right mm-hmm. and we can tell people something we can tell people we don't have to keep silent root in love root in love and compassion for your fire and yourself, right? None of this is about being a pushover because I'm not down for that. You know, I'm, uh-uh, I'm not, nope, 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 nope. I speak my truth. I trip sometimes. I can lash out many times and I can also act in compassion and out of love and still not be a pushover and let someone know what I think and feel it's able, we're able to do that, so that is what I have for you, beautiful soul, I'm so happy to be back, I really am, and I look forward to connecting in future episodes, episodes, if I can, if I can uh, get the words out of my mouth, Um, is that even a word, episodes, if it's not, it's now one, episodes, So I look forward to connecting, and like I said, follow me on IG, I am uh, showing the progress of this studio as it's coming together, my very own Mystic Vella Cafe here in the woods, and um, what other pieces, that's it, that's all I got for you, beautiful soul, it has been amazing, I truly adore you, I send you love, have a beautiful week. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye, beautiful soul.